Hey, welcome to today's episode of the Hive with Us podcast. I have a special guest, Miss Eileen Prack. If you have not seen the other episode, please go check it out. Uh, we cover a lot of cool, st- interesting stuff. Please go check it out. But Miss Eileen. Hi. Uh, what is your cool, interesting story for today's deal breakdown? So we had a seller that we had actually went to go buy. It was a, a multifamily unit that we went and we had actually put a bid in and we ended up being the best and final on that one. And the seller ended up choosing another buyer at that time. And so a couple months later, we checked back in with the broker, find out that the deal had actually fallen through. And so we asked if it was still available and the seller came back and they said, yes, they wanted to work with us because the other buyer was unable to close. So what happened was we ended up going back and forth for several months doing negotiations. And the seller had a lot of requests that they wanted to put in. They wanted to write our entire memorandum and like negotiations. And they put in a ton of different requirements inside the terms and conditions. And as we were going and doing our due diligence and deep diving and reviewing of the documents, we're like, oh, wow, this is all in favor of the seller. And they were kind of quite interesting requests, <laughs> to say the least. But long story short, it took us several months going back and forth with the seller. And he decided to finally, everything cleared up, we were good to go. And then he goes, okay, yes, I'm ready to sign the, the purchase and sale agreement. So we go in and then we put in all of our terms and conditions again. He comes back and he says, oh, wait, hold on. I need to check with my CPA to make sure that all my taxes stuff, I'm not going to get this huge tax bill at the end. So he goes back and does all this back and forth again. It took another couple of months afterwards. And we ended up almost walking away several times because it was quite difficult negotiating with the seller. But we ended up signing, getting under contract for the deal. We got the deal for $1.6 million less than what we had originally put it in about a year before. So it ended up working out for everybody. Wow. So the whole contract period negotiation was a year long? When we put the initial offer in was more a little more than one year ago. And then we had done, <laughs> then we checked back in a couple months later and that contract had fallen through with the original buyer and we decided to stick it out and work with the seller. We got into different options like, oh, maybe seller financing would work. Maybe you could become a uh, limited partner on some of this and put in some of the equity back in. And we did a lot of creative type of financing with them. And all of that kind of went back and forth, went back and forth. And it was really difficult to communicate because he was really adamant about getting very specific terms and conditions that we never saw from anybody else. But we were very persistent because we're like, okay, this is a great deal if we can make it work for all of us and making sure it's like kind of a win-win. But it ended up working out the end because we got a $1.6 million discount. No, that's amazing. One thing I like about, I, I like the retrading part. It's kind of annoying when it comes, it depends if you're buying or selling the retrading part. I had recently had, had, a, had a buyer come in and they're like, oh, can you pay closing costs? I'm like, yeah, if you just buy it at our price point, I don't care. And like the whole retrade factor, like it's kind of annoying when you're the seller, but when you're the buyer, you come in retrading, it kind of, it, I feel like the fun of real estate comes out and you have the transaction. So like, I, had, I had an offer come in today that he sent it to his attorney and they're like, oh, we need these red line stuff changed. I'm like, well, if you're in a red line this, I'm going to ask for something else. It's always the negotiation factor that comes with these types of transactions. And it's always like, well, if you're going to pull here, I'm going to pull from the side a little bit. And if you pull there, it's always very interesting. And like, you don't always want to pull too hard because you might blow up the deal. This show is sponsored by Hive Mind CRM. 
It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings. And of course, to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at hivemindcrm.io. But it's a level of finessing between his attorneys, your attorneys, and your negotiation tactics and your strategy of what you can make it make it work and how you can make it work. So it's always, I think it's a, your negotiation hat has to be out when, you, when it comes to retraining. You have to know what to ask for. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And the funny thing is, if he had gone with us originally a year ago, you would have gotten the higher price. And with the interest rates that we had at that time, the deal worked out great. But because of where the environment is now, you couldn't get the same price that was offered a year ago. And so it ended up costing more money than what they expected. So you kind of pick and choose. (laughs) Even that alone, like I'm glad the seller was even negotiable at that point because sometimes like, oh, I want my price. And you come, I'm sure you hear those sellers will come across all the time too. It's just like, you gotta gotta give me a break. Like a year ago is not right now. (laughs) Right. So it's a good thing you got the deal and it shows the the negotiation and the, the struggle you have to retrade sometimes and to get get a win-win but some of these sellers are crazy (laughs) yeah yeah but then at the same time you've got to understand like what's important to the seller and what are they willing to give up and what are some of the things you're able to give into and then you're able to strike some type of balance because at the same time you don't want to leave a bad taste in the seller's mouth as you purchase their property because they could potentially have other deals it could open you up to other other um, opportunities as well. So you kind of have to strike a nice balance in between to give in a little bit, but this a little bit, they have to give a little bit back to you too. So I have a side story about that too, now that you mentioned it. So our first deal, we did over a million dollars. We're signing another contract with that same seller again, and he knows we do good business. So we're getting a second deal from him. From there that you same go. Seller. And that's a, per- that's a perfect example of that. You always you always need to be be at least negotiable and make a win win happen. And you never know, it might come back to you with another another property. Yeah, so. you want to be known as being good to work with, not the difficult person, because you got to think about this in the long terms. And you know, how do we build up our relationships and and work with people for long periods of times instead of just transactional like one-time deals and you'd be surprised that when you start operating at a, at a higher level you come across the same broker seller maybe buyer every once in a while and you'll come across that same person again so you, you have to do you have to do right all the time <laughs> <laughs> this is such a great episode i hope everybody learned a lot on this one uh where can people find you online i have your bonavest capital i don't know if i said that right mm-hmm. bonavest 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 capital and then of course you have your podcast how they did it. How did they do it? Real estate. That's right. So please go check out our podcast. Please go check out her uh, website online and please go check out the other episode. It's amazing. You'll see. Thanks guys. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you, Eileen. Thanks for watching this YouTube video. We hope you found value. Please like, subscribe and hit the bell. Watch more videos just like this one.